Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear technologist, there's a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a call to action. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So did you miss me? It's been two weeks. We haven't, we haven't, no, our, nobody's heard any new podcasts. We're just like. <laughs> it's summertime. It is summertime, girl. Like things are crazy busy, right? And all yes. good. And yeah, so we, we, we should probably set up a, a little broadcast like on, on location. We keep talking about that and we, we still don't do it, but yeah, I think because when we get there, we get so inundated and busy, right? That no, it's it's it, yeah, it looks good on paper, yeah. and then we show up and we're like, uh, it's really hard. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't get into my hotel room, or <laughs> oh, the plane was late, or you know, <laughs> it's like so we got these grand things. visions, but but today, so how are you feeling? Let's let's just let's take a minute. How are you doing? How is your heart? Where is your mind? How are you feeling? Well, I've been coming off of a slight cold, I think. I think it was a cold. I don't know. I was really congested last week, just for about four days. I still have remnants of it. Yeah. Uh, So that kind of set me back a little bit, a couple days of just taking NyQuil and shit and knocking myself out so I could sleep. But I feel... Like I was draining my, I think I talked about draining my lymph nodes a little bit and just getting through something, just a little shift. So I feel better, actually. I feel like I got that gunk Mm. out of me and whatever it was, toxic energy was in me. And I, so I feel a little cleaner. I think Mm. that sounds weird, right? Cleaning out. No, that's awesome. Congestion. And um, my heart is that uh, this summer is as you know, because I share it with you, is that I'm in huge transition right now with my daughter going to college, (laughs) my oldest, Melina. And we've just ended a beautiful tournament with her and her team, Lady Hawks, Washington Lady Hawks, uh, for softball. It was the Nationals in Huntington Beach, and um, it's a very bittersweet feeling. Uh, They didn't make it, they didn't go very far in the tournament, which was such a bummer. Uh, but you know, it's, everything happens for a reason. And here I am just feeling a little sad about Mm. this change that's upon us, that ending and a new adventure beginning with her going to college to play softball actually, which is fantastic, but that happens in a couple weeks. And so August 19th. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Maybe three weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And but other than that, man, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Lots of transition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling um I was just away for a couple of weeks. I spent some time by myself. Um, you know, yes. which was really lovely. Um to just kind of decompress. And I do feel that I'm going through like a transition. Like I, you know, if I I really normally um, for my weekend, I would have gone for on a girl's weekend or, you know, done something kind of usually I do something 
fun or a gathering, but this year I was by myself, which was really, I mean, my, my family joined me afterward on my actual birthday, but, um, but yeah, I really felt like I, I needed that time and which is really ironic, isn't it? Because we've been alone. I mean, I've been, you know, we've been in isolation and quarantining for like a year and a half, but it's been with my family. And so, well, right. It's not really alone. <laughs> no, I just, quite the it felt so amazing to just be on my own, Good just be you. by myself and just really kind of embrace like just change and shift and it really kind of coming back to like the world coming back alive again. You know, yes. um, I don't know about you. Doesn't it feel like zero to 65? I think we said that last time. It's yeah. just been really, uh, yeah. everything's transitional right now. Right. Everything. Every, and so what does transition mean to you? Like the word itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just cracked me up with these. Because, uh, you know, we don't plan this. So I don't know that you're going to ask me these questions on the spot. I should probably. <laughs> um, uh, well, transitions uh i think are are so many things because it's change really yeah. it's just and i love change i i really embrace change i've always liked change and i know there's people there who hate change mm -hmm. i'm actually married to a guy who doesn't really like change he he likes routine he likes uh, predictability and just something reliable. And I think mm -hmm. when it just routine things that are kind of moving along um, and we always have change. There's big changes, little changes. So small transitions are happening, I think, you know, daily, weekly. And then we have these enormous transitions of where we have to, it could be a death in a family. Um, yeah. It could be, you know, a sickness, uh, and those are, I know are negative. It could be your child going to college is a transition. Yeah. Um, um, your body transitions. So if if you're losing weight, if you're sick, if you're um, going through menopause, right? If you're female, and just little things, aging. There's different milestones of transitions that I think show up, and I think if life doesn't have transitions and doesn't have change then you become stuck and stagnant and mm. it makes room for the new so transitions can be hard depending on what you're going through from one thing to the next I think if we embrace it and if we are acknowledging it and aware that okay feels like I'm going through a transition here or you're going through a transition how can I help how can I be aware of this and then what steps can I take to make this process a little smoother, mm -hmm. I think, because it can it can be hard on people um, that yeah. are transitioning. So I don't know. I Did I even fucking answer your question? I just was yeah, like, totally. <laughs> See, that was so brilliant. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, you're you were like right off the off the <laughs> cuff. No, <laughs> you're flipping like, me shit for throwing talking. it at you. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a beautiful. Oh, I feel like I was in circles, but. Right, but you know so. uh, what I what I heard what I when I and I think maybe our audience probably will get their own pieces from that. But what I loved about you, your definition or your interpretation of the word is that it really does feel that transition is not just physical. It, it's also an emotional thing. It is a oh, spiritual yeah. thing, right? It's a it's an energetic thing. Mm. So that that really that word, I think that we're you're like we're, we're talking about today is what is it like to be in transition and how do we deal with that? It, it, it's, a, it's just so, 
multifaceted. And I think when we hit transition in multiple different areas of our lives, energetically, spiritually, Mm -hmm. physically, it can be really draining. You know, it can be really, it can be scary, can feel uncomfortable, right? Even though we Mm -hmm. do like change, when you're hitting us in transition with a lot of different pieces and parts of us, I think Mm -hmm. it amplifies that feeling of uncertainty and fear and a little bit of like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't lie. I don't know if I like it. (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. We don't know whether or not it's a good or bad or, but fear, that's, that's key right there. That word, uh, if, if definitely things can be scary and if we come from a place of fear, then they're definitely, we're rooted in fear as we're moving through the transition instead of, okay, I'm going to ground myself and plant myself, anchor myself, right? And, and I'm going to go with faith instead instead mm. i'm just going to yeah. trust that this is all divine and kind of you know jump in the riv- river of flow and let the current take me to where it needs to go um and i and i i have to live i feel like i live that way just and i love water and i love the river so for me <laughs> it's like a great metaphor for me to live by like mm. okay the river is going to have bends and curves and it's going to some rocky areas and then it's going to have some calm Right. And that's what a river does. It, it has bumps and, and rapids, but then there's always that calmness at some point in between where you're just floating, right. And enjoying and soaking it up. And then here they come again, bump, 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 got to go around the bend. I mean, every river has it. That's just how it flows. And those are transitions in the river and those are changes. And I, Yes, some rapids are scary and bumpy and we might go underwater, but there's always going to be a time of calmness and stillness where we can float and just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I love that because I, I, I think, you know, I think you're right that in, in the, like the river, you know, we have moments of, of peace and quiet and that's kind of where I was this last, this last, this month was this place of quiet and really introspective and just really um, trying to embrace that quietness. And that's not where I live. I mean, I'm usually like, you know, like most busy people in our podcast, (laughs) we're running from place to place, doing this, doing this. And so for me, that was part of the transition was embracing the silence, embracing the quiet part of the mm. river so that yeah. I could just really absorb because that is actually like, you know, that's where I felt like I was at making the most progress. Like I was actually quiet enough. So yeah. instead of punishing myself or feeling guilty that I'm not doing enough or, you know, wh- why, that, why that you I weren't out this? there paddling, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, just, just floating, you know, being in that, in that trend area. And I think that's a really important piece of transition is transition doesn't always mean busy. It also means being quiet yes. and being still. Like, yeah. I love that when you said that about the river, cause I really resonated with that and it can be uncomfortable to be still to really be in your yeah. own thoughts. But, oh my God, I made so many meditations last I week. Like I just was totally in my, in my body, in my DNA. I was totally like, okay, where am I going? What am I doing? Where am I transitioning to? And why, why, why is this happening? You know, so I'm asking, it. you know, asking ourselves those questions. questions. 
you can ask, ask those questions, but you can't always be in a place to listen if you're not quiet. Right. So true, man. I love that, that you're saying this and it's true. Some people are uncomfortable with doing nothing or just the being right. Yeah. are uncomfortable with stillness, with silence. Even in uh, my meditation meetup, sometimes there's just silence where we just sit, you know, for 60 Mm. seconds of silence. I think it feels glorious (laughs) to just quiet your mind. But some people are like a little fidgety or uncomfortable and then thoughts come in and then they're trying to task or... So um, I, I think that's a great thing to honor actually for those that struggle with either peace, maybe you're struggling where you just want peace and quiet. And it's the, it's the rapids that get you that pull you under. And you're like, Mm. I just, you know, if everyone could just leave me alone, I just need time by myself. And then there's the opposite, like you, who's someone who's always going, 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 and is a doer to actually sit by yourself, you know, on that river floating and be still. Now, so I love the float and I love that stillness, but you know, if I have a girlfriend or two and the inner tube next to me, that's awesome. (laughs) And a floaty (laughs) with some white claws. Yeah. They're in the cooler floating behind us. Yeah, they are. (laughs) You know, that's just like, that's kind of one of my favorite places to go Mm -hmm. if I want to really pull from gratitude and happiness and I need to get there fast in that high frequency. I usually put myself on a floaty on a river with girlfriends. Oh my God. Yeah. I've been there with you on, on a a few occasions. I know. And it is, and I love that. Right. Um, I think we're kind of talking about strategy a little bit now, right? Like how are some of the ways that we can embrace the transition that we're going through, even though it might feel uncomfortable, you know? So I think that like, you know, you're, you're talking about fear. So just maybe releasing that fear, letting go of, the fear of the unknown and just trusting in the process. That's what we call it in coaching, right? Trust the process. Trust that, you know, you, there is never really a linear line to wherever you're going. It, it, it usually will always deviate and go back and forth and up and down and move forward and backwards and go fast and go slow. Um, and that's the your process, right? Yeah. And along the way, you're getting blessings and wisdom and guidance from your spirit guides and your ancestors and you know yes. so it's, it's for all so, you light workers right yes yeah yeah so just really trusting it's in that trusting. process yeah i love right and then I, I liked how you said that um earlier it's like you know almost like replacing the trust with with something else that is empowering to you right like it, it, replacing trust with 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 gratitude and joy and fun, right? Yeah. 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 Because so let's, let's, let's use something as an example. If someone was to come to us, right? Um, Okay. Let's say it's someone who is fear-based and let's say they're going through a transition that's really scary. Um, And maybe it's as simple as, um, well, you know, let's say if it's physical, because that can be scary. Yeah. Let's do this because I'd really love to honor those that are looking at us going, oh, my God, these light workers and they're <laughs> floating down the river with their white claws. Like, oh, sure. Transition so easy for you. And since you, my beautiful intuitive life coach, are saying, yeah, here, here's some strategy. I what I'm hearing is like, yeah, let's 
let's give real tools and something that's really yeah. scary that those are saying I'm fucking scared because I'm I'm going to have to you know maybe they're going to lose a breast right that's a transition you've gone yeah. through some transitions you know with regards to breast cancer um yeah. I've gone through I'm post menopause <laughs> TMI yeah. everyone yes I uh, it's yes. been a long time and that was a slower transition but still like the aging oh, of your body yes. is a transition. So there's some that are drastic that are going to change overnight. And some are going to take you know, uh, some time. <laughs> Man, Jesus, Sorry. Hit Mike again. <laughs> I'm getting excited. I'm making notes. I love, I love it. it. You're making notes. <laughs> and, but let's talk about a sickness or a disease or, or death. All right. So I, yeah. I just think some of these are heavy, emotional, physical transitions and so yeah it'd be hard to sit in a place of gratitude when you're sad um angry and scared and you're um trying to pull or connect with uh let's say a, a god a source a creator a, a higher power spirit and you're feeling doubtful and you're just in a dark low frequency space of fear mm -hmm. What are some of the things we can do to pull us up and to see the light and still sit in the light when going through tragedy of transitions or transitions of tragedy? And I know I went really boom. Damn, but girl, I, you went deep well, hard. Other, I, I did. I'm sorry. I know I did. But I love it. I love it. I <laughs> it's really, it. I just... it's important. Yeah, no, I love it. We're like, yay, transition. But no, you're, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're real people that have gone through some yeah. serious trauma, um, have gone through some really, really big transitions with growing families and complex relationships, you know, living, you living, your mother living with you who's elderly. I mean, there is a yeah. lot of transition happening around us all the time. And we've been through a lot of the transitions. Some of my deepest and most profound transitions have been with you, you know, we, as, yeah. as my soul sister. So yeah, I think this is an, important to talk about. So what, what do you think would be the very first step when you're going through a really profound transition like death or, or breast cancer or like you were saying with menopause, it's a little bit longer, yeah. I, you know, but what would you say? There's so many things, right? You're so right, yeah. Angie. We're constantly in transition, right? Mm -hmm. And some of them are, are always in happening in time. And then some are boom. You know, yes. where it's like this ends and this begins. Right. So my biggest thing, and, and I know you coach this, is really first acknowledging it. Yeah. Like saying, holy shit, I'm, my mom's losing her memory. And now I'm in a transition of some, some big decisions of making some self, you know, some care decisions, um, testing decisions. And so I, and, and then I, so I'm aware that this is happening and I'm acknowledging it. Now I have to see how I feel. So I decided to like, okay, Mayum, how do you feel about this? Like what's yeah. going on with me? As opposed yeah. to ignoring my feelings and just going with it, yeah. I sat with it and I realized that I'm super sad. Like I could oh, cry about it. Yeah. I feel like I'm losing her. Sorry, I'm going to yeah. cry right now. No. So that, that transition is 
first I had to really acknowledge my feelings. Where am yeah. I at in this change right now? And yeah. there's different things going on, like with my daughter. That's happy. I know. I'm sorry I made you cry. <laughs> I know. I just well, love that. <laughs> but it's, it's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. And so I, I, I'm sad. I, and so I have to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll, and I have to take a deep breath in and say, okay, so now that I know that I'm sad, how, what do I need to do to make this transition the smoothest, the easiest for all of us involved and, yeah. and still honoring my feelings and probably seeking help, right? And yeah. Support. Yeah. Using my brother saying, I need, I need your help with this. I don't want to do this alone. Um, my mm-hmm. family, people are going to need some patience. Some people are going to also have to acknowledge it as yeah. opposed to like, oh, no, 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 that's normal, natural and all that. And, and yes, it is, but still we have to go through it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, and I, so I would say acknowledging my feelings, knowing that I have to take action and then um, probably seeking help support. Yeah. I love that. For this transition. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So tell me, I mean, I'm going to come to you. Like what would your yeah. suggestions be for? Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm so sorry to hear that my sister. I know we've been talking offline about, you know, the transition with your mom and, and a lot of us are having older parents now that are passing away and transitioning into, you know, the afterlife and all that good stuff and becoming our ancestor, ancestral spirits, right? They're, they're transitioning into a new role in our lives. Um, but yeah, I, I do think, and, and I'm kind of reflecting back on, you know, when I, when I was diagnosed, because if that was one of those boom door, you know, even though I had this yes. big lump in my breast for years, um, thank God it was really slow, slow growing. I, I still, um, it was like, okay, we need to get going now today. Like <laughs> here's where we're going. This is what we're going to do. Um, yeah. and it was, I feel like number one, you're right, is awareness is, kind of opening the door to like the truth, the reality of the situation. And for me, that's where I do my data collection. You know, that's where my brain goes, right? Like, and then that's kind of where you're going with, with your mom, I think getting the doctor's appointments, right? You're getting yourself in alignment with getting the answers that you need. And that really is about problem solving. Like now you're, you know, once you get awareness, then you can address the problem. (laughs) You can't, problem yeah. solve when you don't see an issue. Uh, yes. Yeah. So right. I, I think that's brilliant that, you know, number one is really acknowledging, okay, I am in a profound state of transition. Um, and um, I need to get some data in order to feel empowered. So for me, data collection was about empowering myself. Here are my options. This is what I'm going to do. These are the people that are going to support me. And that's, that's the next couple steps. Yeah. I think after I, after we data collect, after we create the awareness and really just, you know, in your case, it's a morning. It's like a, oh, oh my God, like this is really happening. And it is an evitability, right? This happens in as we grow older. It, it's not like it's something you, we can deny because it's part of what happens in of humans, mm-hmm. our, our being, right? So just kind of wrapping yourself around that, that, that the sadness of that, 
then I think the next step, and, and you said this, you said this as well, for me, it, it's about the grounding and the self-healing. So when you're going through a transition, I feel like at, once you've acknowledged it and it's right in front of you, then the, the work begins of self-healing. And even if you're working with somebody else in transition, if we don't clean up our shit and manage ourselves, that transition right. can be really hard. So yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So I feel like that second piece is all about self-management. Now that you're in transition, now we're in a, in a really powerful place of healing, grounding, creating. Um, I find when, with transition, I, it's really interesting. I usually go up, you know, and, and ask, you know, the universe for guidance, like in, in wisdom, which is also really powerful when you're in transition. But I really find that when people are going through this kind of transition, like a physical transition, asking mother earth for grounding, you know, really creating a really powerful root system in your first chakra and just really feeling that beautiful liberation energy coming from mother earth, you know, just bringing us that freedom and connectedness that we really need, you know, do you agree? So crazy. I do. That's so crazy. My meditation meetup. Um, on Monday this week was that. So, you know, my meditations, I don't know what we're going to meditate about. Yeah. Planned. <laughs> I just, I show up and I let my guides and spirit guide it. It was mm. all about the earth and ground. Wow. Really? All of it. It was, <laughs> yes. Isn't that funny you're saying that? And then we're talking about this right now. Yeah. It was, and visualizing this beautiful red light coming up into our feet. It was about yes. root chakra. It was like really anchoring, tethering. It was wild. And now here we are talking about wow. it. And I do feel that. I feel like it's, um, that would benefit me the most in what's going on with my mom. And even with my daughter, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, this is all changes within my, my core family that are happening. Right. Yes. And, uh, I think my first instinct is to get grounded, like yeah. anchoring myself. And I think maybe that's where the river comes in too. It's like, okay, the river's part of this earth, yes. the flow, fire is my element. So water's my balance. So yes. I think that's why I can go there and say, okay, I need to really fucking ground myself right now. Yeah. And acknowledge what's going on, my feelings, how am I feeling, what do I need, and then, mm -hmm. you know, seek help, get support. I probably yeah. was thinking, too, I might need to talk to others. So if there's anyone in our audience that has either gone through this or is also going through, you know, a parent who is losing their memory um, of sorts, I would love to connect with you because I yeah. am someone that's never experienced it, and I would love someone else's uh, experience or advice uh, that you think could help me, right? Or help yes, others. I love it. Because yes. that would be my next step is to see who else has gone through this that could share with me, yes. you know, this is what happened. This is what I did that worked. This is what I did that didn't work. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And that's, yeah, that's for me, that's number three. That's asking for help, you know? And a lot of people, I think we struggle with that. I mean, you and I don't because we, we have my helpful. I mean, we, we, especially each other in our safe group and we have some really powerful sisterhood. Yeah. So, you know, um, but for a lot of people that might not have that support, you know, asking for help can feel really vulnerable. It can feel like, um, like you're being weak somehow, you know, and, and I want to honor that 
But I think it goes back to number one. If you're in a real true state of awareness, right, and you're really seriously in connection with what is happening right now, it's just a natural progression, right, to ask, to get to get the answers you need. So it's kind of like a circle, yeah. isn't it? You know, you ask yeah. for help and create more awareness and then you create more, you know, that's the pivotal part for me is that the healing, that self-healing, connecting with yourself, creating that root system where you're nourishing yourself with Mother Earth and her divine, sovereign, ancient power, but also releasing some of that anxiety and stress during transition because Mother Earth can transmute that. It, she changes our, our, our mm-hmm. anger and our fear and our, you know, give it away. You know, she can take that. You know, she will, she wants to, to help us, right. As well as our ancestors, our spiritual ancestors through our crown chakra. So asking that, you know, number two part about self-management, I think it is calling in your, your tribe, your spiritual tribe. Right. So it's, it's really about like asking our ancestors, asking our, I know for me, when I was going through my breast cancer journey, that was really powerful um, for me was calling in my ancestors to not only you know, help me deal with the pain and the fear of, of going through the breast cancer journey, but also stopping it in my body, but also stopping it in my daughter's bodies. Yes. So it was like, for me, that second number two healing, you know, was like divine. It was like, I need help spiritually and I need help from Gaia, you know, Cause we're, yeah. she's a, my, she's my woman <laughs> and my, my yeah. sovereign power. So, you know, really finding your special practice of self-healing and that's something me, you and I help people with all the time, right? Like yeah. if you're struggling with that piece of, of this, of this formula, um, you know, absolutely reach out. Yeah. 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 We'd yeah. love to help. That's in our, um, our light workers discovery sessions, right? Mm. that we can help you with that yes Um, yeah kind of go a little deeper you get to spend 90 minutes with us and talk about what's going on with you and maybe it is a transition that you're dealing with or maybe it is some insider guidance but the the transitioning part we we all can't do it alone and I know there's lots of us out there because fear when it settles in is when we don't have control any longer or we we want control but we don't have it so we're scared and and that's when people hold on even tighter or try to manage everything and everyone Um, but letting go go with the flow ask for help uh, seek guidance and get informed all those things to help you in with whatever transition you're going through there's always someone who is either going through it with you or has already I mean with just about every experience someone has yeah. already gone through it and can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so the formula is acknowledgement, right? Where we do some data collection, create a reality around what is the truth in your life right now. And then number two is um, this concept of, of self-healing, creating a protection bubble around yourself, creating some grounding, asking for divine wisdom to support you during your transition. I could not have made it through my breast cancer journey without that. <laughs> you know, yes. I, I really couldn't have, I would have yeah. been 
so stuck in fear mode. Um, but this, that the second piece, number two is all about embracing your power and releasing fear. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then number three is really asking for help. So for me, it was asking my sisterhood. It was asking, you know, um, my physicians, my brother, who's a medical physicist, like (laughs) he helped me with my radiation treatment planning. Like I was asking for all the help in all the different quadrants for my healing energetically, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you know, and just, I think really just knowing you're not alone during transition. You are, there are people to always support you. Yeah. Yes. I love that, Manji. It's perfect. Perfect. Mm. Well said. And I think those are really solid and easy to understand tools. I mean, if you, cause sometimes yeah. we become overwhelmed and we're like, oh my God, I'm feeling this and I don't know what to do. And you become yeah. stuck like paralyzed. And so just kind of starting with one, just, yeah. okay, acknowledging. And, and like you said, these three easy steps to help you in your transition, and it can be applied to any transition, really. Yeah. Very small transitions like moving, you know, from one house to another um, as a transitions or, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, and, and then the physical things that you may be going through or even death. I mean, I've, I've had some yeah. friends and family that are really going through some huge losses in their life and yeah I just think this will serve them in knowing okay I'm not alone and I need to really acknowledge how I'm feeling I'm scared I'm sad I'm angry you know all those emotions are human and very real and so we don't ever want to discount us being light workers and talking about all the fun topics and enlightenment that we get into we have to really acknowledge that we are yes light beings but we're having this human experience. And so it's a balance yes. of both. We have to acknowledge that I'm human and I want the best human experience possible. So to really get anchored into earth and using my guides to help with this human experience is, is really going to benefit everyone if they can yeah. co-create with spirit in the same time. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's interesting because we have um, our next goddess gathering is coming up and it's um, Shakti. (laughs) I just thought of that. Um, And um, so every month we we connect with a different goddess energy to give us guidance and um, understanding. And it's so interesting. We did not plan this, but I just I I literally just saw Shakti like walk like by my, like cross my room. And I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) So she is the goddess of transition and power. So transformation, transformation. Yeah. So if this episode is resonating with you in any shape or form, um, you might really enjoy some messages from the powerful transformative Shakti who can bring us some very specific, I mean, when these goddesses come through, holy shit, they're like so specific with, yeah, what they want to, um, messaging for each person. So, so if that resonates with you, if this is resonating, you might really enjoy the next one. I think we have a couple spots left. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. We do. That would be awesome. Yeah. That's, um, when is that? That is August. Is it 25th? It's a Wednesday. Uh, August 26th out there. It's the 26th 
or oh, sorry, 25th, August yep, 25th. Wednesday, yeah. August 25th. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, you so. guys, it's 630 to 8. It is over Zoom. So no matter where you're coming from or listening to this, you can join us. Um, we hold 10 spots for 10 women. Yeah. And we do. We actually do readings. It's delivering messages straight from the goddess who we invoke and bring into the circle. So it's yeah. pretty badass stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a lot fun. of fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And so she made her appearance as we're finishing the show. Okay. She was like, mm, don't forget about me, bitches. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. I want to, you know, and so it's just a really great reminder for me that, you know, during our, our hardest times, we really aren't alone. You know, we really do have. No, we're not. Just this profound connection with our goddesses and our spiritual ancestors and our spirit guides as well as the people on this planet to help us so that's right yeah you're not alone everyone i love you more so this was a great topic and very well needed even for myself uh yeah me too so So great you know it's good it's good to just be aware that we're always in transition and you know embrace that life and let's get on a river and do some floating yeah yeah that's gonna be one of our retreats i think it's gonna be on our one of our on one of our group activities so that's coming we're having a a, a retreat and so get ready ladies it's (laughs) and so i would so that's coming Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I know. Okay. So just collectively, um, maybe our audience, if you're listening to this, um, if you're open to sending Mayum and her mom some love oh. and light during this transition, I Thank know you. that you will feel it because um, we love you and we love her. And oh, it's going to be. It's going to be magical transition for you guys. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to yeah. be okay. It's going to yep. be okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, Namaste. I love you. Namaste, everyone. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.